Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now to preview a massive night of racing at Launceston with, of course, the Launceston Guineas. And it's a terrific feel. We get to see this exciting young galloper for the Patrick Payne camp in Dunkel going around in the Kevin Sharkey Launceston Guineas. And it's time to welcome in our Tassie team, Richie Bear Robertson. Hello to you. G'day, Gareth. How are you, mate? I am very well, mate. Um, it's great to That's see good. a horse like Dunkel there tonight. Yeah, absolutely exciting that Paddy's decided to bring it down for the Guineas. And obviously, you touched on Gay Waterhouse has got a horse here as well. So, um, you know, obviously, the summer carnival's heating up, and it's great that the some of the best trainers in Australia are bringing their horses down for our carnival. How are we making some money there tonight then? So um, is it just, is it a case where the interstate visitors, a straight trifecta, Dunkel to defeat, sole choice to defeat, I know what you're doing? Uh, I think definitely the first two in the market, are, I think we'll definitely run one too. Raw and tough will get a really good run. It's shaping as it looks as though the 2100 really suits it might camp behind sole choice and be a place hope but i think the top two in the market will clear out to be honest all right how are we making money tonight then mate i think it's a challenging night um you're gonna have to wait till late in the night for my best uh both my best are each way race nine number four rich clan it had a run at hobart late december um, I reckon it'll derive great benefit from that run from a fitness point of view. Tonight, uh, Chelsea takes off three kilos. I reckon it'll camp just behind the pace, and I think it's going to give us every chance. So it's around sort of the $6 mark, and I think it's a good bet each way. Race nine, number four, Rich Clan. And then what are we doing after that, mate? Uh, this race before, race eight, number two, Bill Mister, each way. It hasn't got a great winning strike rate, but... It ran a good race last week. I think it'll it, it maps really well. There's a there's an up and comer in the race. It won its maiden last start. It's going to be hard to beat. But just think, Bill Mister, especially with Chelsea's three kilo claim, will give yourself every chance on pace again and uh, race eight number two each way as well. So race nine number four, race eight number two for Bear Roberts in there at Launceston tonight. So have you got another one for us, or they're the only two plays? No, I think I think it's a really challenging yeah. night. The fave probably wins the first race, but still on a horrible gate again. Um, yeah, the, the the sprint race is a cracking race as well. Um, Bello Bow and Rebel Factor um, going to be hard to beat there. So I just think it's a really challenging night. All right, mate. What about the inevitable? How is he travelling as he gets set for hopefully getting into the All Star Mile? Yeah, he's going well. Um, his next start will be in the Thomas Lions and Hobart Cup day. Um, so providing he gets through that well and the, he'll head to the race at Launceston, providing the track's not too hard. Obviously, it's been a little bit hard in recent sort of months. So hopefully they can start watering it now, Gareth, and let that grass grow a little bit, just so a little fella can race there on Lonnie Cup day. Um, but he's going well. Um, Taz Racing are really getting behind our campaign to try and get him into the All-Star Mile. We had a little uh, video shot yesterday, which my young daughter Rosie was involved in, so that hopefully that comes across nice. And um, Looking forward to that. That'll be out in the um, socials 
late next week, I reckon, before voting starts on the 6th. Well, we wish you the best of luck. He's such a, a cult hero in Tasmania because of his stature, basically, and he's in career best form. So I've got no doubt you've got enough votes. Um, and we'll see you there in March for the All-Star Mile. Bear, good on you, mate. That'd be exciting. Thanks, mate. Have a good weekend. So there's Bear Robertson, his counterpart, the snapper, Matty Reid, joins us now. Matty, um, are you confident that we can make some money tonight? Yeah, I am, G. We, we always go in with it with a bit of confidence. I think it's the only way to play. Uh, my best bet is in a race that uh, Bear threw out Bell Mister. He mentioned a progressive maiden. Zulu Angel is the horse he's talking about. It's the one I've made my special. Uh, he was a really impressive winner in Hobart last time, beating Muscle Up, who's the shorty in the opening race in the program. I think he wins. I think he franks the form. I think he's ready for 1,400. Nice low draw. I think he ticks plenty of boxes and, and he can be too good tonight. My best race eight, number six, Zulu Angel. I love it when you take on um, Bear there. So race eight, number six, Zulu Angel. What else are we doing, Matty? Little Quinella for, for Bear and I in race eight, maybe G. Uh, value play is race four, 2100 metre staying contest. Good betting race, this one. I thought Captain Morgan, the five, is a bit of value here. Was a good run at the track last start in, in slightly better company. He does go up three kilos as a result. Uh, he'll be in the back half of the field. Probably need a little bit of luck and a good ride from Chloe Wells to, to navigate. But I thought at around 10 bucks he's worth an each-way ticket. So value for me, race four, number five, Captain Morgan. So, and you love a Captain Morgan as well. So race four, number five, race eight, number six. Is that all we're doing there, Matty? Yeah, that's it. Uh, my two cents on the on the features. I think yep. uh, your assessment of the of the guineas was really spot on. I think there's two schools of thought there. If Soul Choice wins, he, she'll p- run along in front and maybe pinch in and maybe leave Dunkel napping. But if you're with the favourite, you think he's just the best horse and, and Harry Coffey will have him close enough. I expect he'll probably start, start a little bit shorter, Dunkel, than the $1.35 that's on offer. Um, and I had Rebel Factor a slight favourite over Bello Bow in, in the Ladbroke Stakes. Um, this is an absolute beauty, this race. I mean, if the inevitable was here, you'd be calling it one of the best new markets in years. And I think this is certainly one of the best Ladbroke Stakes in years. So I sort of landed on Rebel Factor. He's around four bucks, but uh, can't wait to watch the Ladbroke Stakes. And as one of our listeners has just pointed out, Dunkel also meets the Waterhouse spot filly, four and a half kilos better at the weights. Um, as well. So it does look tough to beat. Um, so how do you think this track will play at Launceston tonight, Matty? Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty warm up there in Lonnie. Yeah. I saw in the report that they put have put 12 mils of irrigation in the last 24 hours. So it's a real juggling act for the guys up there when they've got these night meetings. They know they're going to have a warm day. They've, they've got to put a fair amount on. Uh, it's been a fair racing surface pretty much all season, so it's hard to predict that, it, that we'll get anything other than that. Sometimes when the track dries out, it does favour a little bit to the front and the inside, but, I mean, for for a horse like Dunkel and a jockey like Harry Coffey, I think he'll probably know that there's only one way he can get beat in that race, and he'll want to make sure that uh, Geordie Charles and Soul Choice is within striking distance, probably about the 600 and he'd expect to round them up. Good on you, Matty. Can't wait for tonight. Looking forward to it. Should be a beauty. Thanks, G. There's Matty Reid. Thanks to Form Plus Pro, the only way to do your form for Tassie Racing. Benny, I said, joins us now. G'day, Benny. G'day, G. How are you, mate? Good, thank you, mate. Can we make some money at Kilmore, first of all, today? What are we doing? 
Yeah, I think we can. We will kick off early in race one, number two, Chief White Sox, Hawks Camp, D Thornton to ride. Look, this Golding has been doing his racing in Sydney of late. His form has been good enough to suggest he brings the right form lines here to this race. I think the Hawks camp, they've been a little bit quiet, but I think they're just starting to fire. He looks hard to beat in race one. We'll then go to race six, number eight, Turfy for Pat Keane, the strong Johnny Allen's on board. This bloke has a nice turn of foot on his day. Look, he's drawn low in one. He'll get the suck run along the inside. I'm banking on Johnny to weave some magic and push him out at the top of the straight. And I reckon he can let down over the top of him late. We'll go to race seven, number six, Schiller Effect. Rob Hickmont, Jack Hill to ride. This bloke won his maiden very impressively. We were on him that day. He finds a moderate 50 raid here. He, looks, he gets his chance to put two together here. He looks hard to beat also in race seven. Yep. So we got race one, number two, race Six, number six, and in race seven, what number? Um, number six, mate. Number six, yep. So there we go. Um, we've got a question coming through as well. Um, we've got about 45 seconds before the news. Can uh, Gift of Auditory win race five, number six at Kilmore today, Benny? Yeah, mate. Look, it's got a nice chance. Um, it's, it's a pretty even race. Look, the Hayes boys are going very well. I like this run last start. Uh, Price has got one in second up that goes okay. But look, I did lean the way of gift of auditory. And at Cranbourne tonight, Benny, just having a look at the track conditions there um, for a Friday night's racing. We're currently on a good four. Um, and uh, the rail is out three metres from the thousand. And true for the remainder. So always a pretty good surface there, Cranburn. How do you think this track will play? Yeah, look, the railing is three metres from the stairs and might play into it. I, th- I think they should still be able to make ground. It'll come down to tempo tonight, I think. Cranburn can play pretty even. When the rail's out, obviously they do tend to lead, but... I think only the three metres. I think it should be pretty fair tonight. All right. How are we making some money then, mate, with your best bets? Hey, we've got two bets at Cranbourne tonight. Race three, number five, any zoo will do. Ken and Casey Keys train, the informed jock, Bo Mertens to ride. But this Gouding has shown nice ability at the jump out. First up last prep, he was thrown in the deep end, running at Mooney Valley behind some handy horses to suggest the stable has a nice opinion of him. They did. He was in at Sandown on Wednesday. They did opt to scratch and run here. Look, Laurie's got one in it that goes okay, but I'm happy to be with any zoo will do. So race three, number five, then what's the other special there, mate? Race seven, number seven. I really like this horse, Mr. I'm a Believer. PG Moody, B Higgins to ride. We did back him last start. He probably shouldn't have won that day. He was held up in behind him. Look, he got a lot... Of Real tight gap. He's a big, striding horse, and he was he was game enough to dart back up the inside and get the job done. I can really see him winding up tonight. I think he'll take care of this lot. He's a pretty nice horse. So I'm a believer. I am a believer with you. Race seven, number seven. Race three, number five. Your plays there at Cranbourne, Benny. Love your work. Keep up that um, terrific form, mate. Tipping winners for fun. So we appreciate it and enjoy your day. No worries, guys. Just quickly, mate. I, I'm actually uh, I'm going to tip one early for the Valley tomorrow if we've got time. Yes. Race five, number four, stay in touch. I think the market will gravitate to this horse. I think we 
if you like him as well as I do, I think it's probably worth having something on him today. Race five, number four. And tell you, great mate, Jason Grimson. Jeez, he's one hell of a trainer, one of the very best that I've seen for quite some time. But I understand why he doesn't drive after last night. Yeah, look, mate, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a couple of, was a couple of questionable drives. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll stick with him anyway. He thought he was driving a Ferrari there at Cranbourne last night. God bless him. Um, oh, he's a yeah. superstar. We're only having some fun. Good on you, Benny. All right, mate. There's there Benny, go. I said there. Time to catch up with one of the stars of the training ranks. And, geez, he's got a wonderful strike rate and training in terrific form at the moment. Julia Sander. G'day, Julius. Thanks for your time. Hey, guys. How are you, buddy? Good, thanks, mate. you got some nice chances there on your home track, Alphaville. Um, he was a good winner there the other day at Mornington. Can you continue on that winning form and do it again? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I gave him a little bit of a freshen up. He's had a long campaign, but he's holding up good, and uh, he seems to be holding his condition well and still enjoying his racing. All his indications back home are that he's doing well. So, uh, you know, we got the races with a fair amount of confidence. It's not a big field, and I, I, what I mean by that is a numbers, nine-hour field, and uh, he, he's drawn the outside barrier, but he's... He's fairly tractable. We work out what we want to do with him when the gates open, and so he knows him well. So I, I expect him to run a big race. And he's a legend, the son of Snitzel. His three-year-old's been really consistent. He deserves to win a race um, again. I can think he do so. it? Can he do it tonight? Uh, yeah, he's in a nice race. I think he, he was also competitive in his last start. Uh, I mean, he ran fourth and beaten half a length and, uh, you know, long straight, and he tried to hold them up all the way through and just got caught late. Um, he's run well at Cranbourne before, so, uh, you know, the track will suit him a little bit. Again, uh, drawn the outside barrier, but with that shoot, he's going to have plenty of time to work out where we position him, likely to be closer to the lead. Um, hopefully we can get some luck and slot in somewhere. And, uh, you know, if he's presented on top of the bend and uh, uh, he'll fight hard, he absorbs pressure well, so uh, he'll run a good race. And it's always fun when we um, watch a horse come from last to first and win a race. And, geez, it was exciting to see TikTok boom at Packenham on Wednesday night with Celine, who's building up some association with you, Julie's come from the clouds to win. TikTok boom. Looks like he's well above average. And um, when do we get to see the son of spirit of boom next there, Julius? I think, Garrett, I, I, as I said in that interview, he, he, you know, I'm just, I'm still learning a bit about the heart. He's only had three starts with me and uh, I'm trying to kind of really figure out what, and at this point in time, it looks to me that he's one of those horses that likes to run fresh and that's when he does his best. So, I'll space his runs out and kind of keep him to that six-for-long trip for now. Uh, something tells me that as he progresses through this campaign, he'll probably step out a little bit more. But uh, he's a confidence type of horse. So, you know, while he's doing what he's doing right now, I'll take him to his grades and give him his opportunity to keep building. Uh, you, you know, he's a lovely horse to deal with. And, um, you know, hopefully as we go further down the track, uh, I get to know him better and uh, uh, find the right races to place him in. But at this point in time, I think we'll give him up. I think there's about three and a half weeks and there's another nice race at, at Packingham for him. That looks like it'll be his target. Um, you know, if he tells me differently, then obviously we'll change that. But for now, it looks like we'll go back to packing in about three, three and a half weeks. And how's Lofty strike? Yeah, he's super. He's, he's really, really good. He's jumping out more than likely Monday. He's uh, 
training the house down. He looks a million dollars at the minute. So he's doing everything right at home, and uh, he's a big, strong boy, as we know. And, uh, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to a really nice autumn with him, hopefully. Good on you, Julius. Keep up the good work. We appreciate your time. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me on, Gareth. Have a good day, mate. Same to you there. It's Julia Sandu. Mickey Gaddon joins us. A couple of meetings in New South Wales. Hello, Mick. Scone, first of all. Um, our man, Dean Watling, he liked one with our weekend preview multi. So a lot of pressure on this horse. Just having a look back at my notes. So race one, number one, was his selection. Dorothy Gale into a $1.85. I think we took the two twenty five yesterday. So um, we're already shot pretty well. Are you with him? Well, hopefully you are because it's so much pressure on this this um, filly for Annabelle Neesham having her second start, the daughter of capitalist. She's carrying the weight of the uh, SEN Giddy Up uh, family, G. And I tell you what, you know, Dino's found probably a good bet here, obviously, 220 into $1.80. I tell you, though, you've got the you know, Team Snowden Mafia, and then you've got a Waterhouse bot sending up a horse like Tarabo. So it's a race I'm steering clear of, but I'll be cheering because the last thing we need is the first leg of our uh, weekend preview multi to fall in a hole. Yeah, that would be a disaster. Um, so what are we doing then with your best bets at Scone? Yeah, look, the track is currently a good four rail and true position. Uh, when the track does play like this, you can see some on-pace advantage. There are a couple of really short-priced horses in race three and race five that should get the job done. But we're going to go to the end of the card here, G. We're going to go race seven, number 17, Super Story. This horse is really good on debut. Just got smashed at the top of the straight and beaten by two more experienced horses. I think it's going to make um, some serious improvement here. Second up, second career start, and you get the winkers on first time. Rachel Murray, you're getting $7 to find out whether or not this horse is up to it. I think that's a cracking bet. So race seven, number 17, super story. Then we're going to go to the last race of the day, the get-out stakes. Another one at value here, G, for a jockey called Braith Knock. Now, Braith is a four-kilo claiming jockey, but he won't be claiming four kilos for long. G, he's a superstar, star on the rise. He's a bull rider, so he knows he can, he, we know he can hold on. And he's pretty strong. This is number three, just strolling. He's aboard, mate. He's, Josh Strolling has had a career peak run, 1100 meters at Scone. Gets that again today, and I think this is its chance to fire us back in winning form after winning Inverell last start. So they're going to round it the day with race eight, number three, just strolling. So race seven, number seventeen. Race eight, number three. And what about Tari? Yeah, on a soft six at Tari, and uh, I think a really fair track here today. So punters, if you are Betting at Tyree, you know, I think looking for those horses down the middle, and I think back markers and, and off-pace horses um, can get the job done today. Uh, although, you know, pace-related, you can obviously still lead if you get away with an easy lead. But we're going to go race one, number three, Winter Thorn. This can anchor your multis today if you are that way inclined. You're going to $1.85 here. This horse just needs to get over 2,000 metres. It does its best work over this distance and should be putting this lot away. And just a note there, Aaron Bullock rides at 21% uh, strike rate at Tari, and that's so far and above the other the other riders there today. It's not funny. So race one at number three, Winter Thorn. And then we're going to scroll down to race four, you know, number four here, Cristalino. Uh, Digger McClellan for Chris Lees here. Um, this horse was held up last start. It was sort of on the inside of runners, was along the fence, and then um, sort of didn't really get much luck in the straight, but it was showing um, its best work late. And gets to be outside today from a wider draw. I don't think that's a huge concern. They're getting $3.40. I think it's going to do its best work over the mile today. So race four, number four, Cristalino. And to round out the day, 
Look, I think there's a bit of a bit of more of a speculative bet here. It's, you're getting around the four dollar mark. This horse has been on the drift. I think you might even get closer to five or six dollars. But you've got that man aboard, Aaron Bullock, and this horse is called Ugly Nikos. It's at the mile here again. This just looks like a much weaker race than what it faced last start, G. And I think the key here is Aaron Bullock, really informed jockey jumping on board. No knock on Jeff Penz of Aaron's flying. And I think he'll put this horse in the right spot and get the best out of it. So race five, number one, Ugly Nikos. So race five, number one, race four, number four, race one, number three. What horses do you think that were the superstars there yesterday at Sandow, mate? What did you make of that card? Um, I was really impressed with the instructor, G. I, you know, the the data didn't really stack up against its, um, and its debut run, but I thought it was really, really good. And then, to be completely honest with you, mate, I didn't catch the last few races because I was at a barbecue having a, a very, very good afternoon. <laughs> oh, that's good, mate. You've been on fire. You deserve it. Thanks for that, brother. Thank you, mate. Have a great weekend. Good on you. There is uh, Mickey Gatton there looking through those cards at Tare and also at Scone. Um, strike gold with the Golden Grey Summer Carnival. The mailman's sent out his tips there at Rockhampton today. In fact, he's only got one special, and it is race five, horse number two. This land is my land. So race five, horse number two. This land is my land. He's, he's on top selection. The Gold Grey's Carnival concludes on February 2 with the Group 1 Gold Bullion at Albion Park. Queensland is racing. This is Bag and Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Look them up at ozequipment.com. Um, and, of course, the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel. Um, another really good meeting of Harness Racing Victoria tonight at Shepparton. And Darren Carroll is back. G'day, Daz. G'day, Gareth. Yeah, like a few at Shep tonight. Oh, uh, it's a good meeting, actually. So I've identified three races that we want to target tonight. And um, we'll start off in race three. Uh, like the four lettuce trot, uh, you had uh, you had um, Nathan Jack on your show last week, and he was given a real push for this at Cobham. Um, and I thought it was a slight disappointment uh, on face value, but you've got to take into account this horse has only had two starts now after about 14 months off due to injury. Uh, it's a really, really smart trotter. Uh, it's got its fitness back now, I think, Um I reckon it'll get away okay from the stand. It had a stand at Charlton, and on the first occasion, um, it stepped really well and was going to lead, and they declared it a late false start. The second time, it was going to lead again, go up from the first corner and pushed a bit too hard. But uh, the magic hands of Nathan Jack, I expect it to find the front from the stand tonight, and it's about even money, but I think that uh, uh, once it leads, it'll be winning. Um, so it's the first one, race three, number four, let us trot. Um, then we go to race five, another trotters race. Um, I really like this horse, Kamora Safi. It's trained by Michelle Phillips, and she drives it herself. Um, it's got plenty of gate speed. Uh, can be a little bit risky early. That's the only negative on it. Um, but if it finds the front, and it will find the front as long as it trots, um, then it will be really, really hard to beat. Um, galloped and missed a start a bit last time against similar opposition and made up a stack of ground and it was really, really good. So, um, yeah, banking on it fine in the front tonight. We'll get around about $2.50, if not a little bit more later on in the day. Uh, it's just really well suited tonight. So, race five, number three. And I'm going to finish off with another one. Um, going to go race eight, number four, bide our time. Now, it's taking on the talented uh, Harenia. Um, he's unbeaten from six starts for Craig Turnbull. That includes the Tassie Derby. 
amongst its scalps, but wasn't really that taken with its trial last week at Shepparton. So by the time I find the front, um, Rini is going to have to do work at some point in the race. Um, so I just think that by the time finds the suitable conditions tonight, fitness edge, and uh, if I can't beat it tonight, then uh, I won't be beating it again. So um, by that time, it's around about $2.10 at the moment. But, um, you know, they're all about similar prices, but I'm confident that they, that they can all win. Um, so you can either take multis or just uh, individual them up. But uh, I reckon you can go into tonight with a bit of confidence, Gareth. So race three, number four, race five, number three. Bite out time. What race? race eight, number four, Gareth. Yeah, race eight, number four. Bite out time. And hopefully we can get the chocolates there. I think we can make some money. Um, Looks like it. Yeah. Mm. And at, at Gloucester Park tonight in the trots, Paraquet yes. should win the first. I think it can lead all of the way for C. Lewis. So at $4 there. In the what van- number is it, Gareth? It's race one, horse number two. Mm-hmm. Um, Vampiro's been four into 240, but he went out of this world the other day. Race four, number seven. I think he leads all of the way and basically the consolation to the pacing cup. And Walsh, yep. race six, number one at $2.40 um, will lead all of the way. So I think that multi comes to around $26 there tonight. Is that the Park. Gareth? Hey, and only three. Just the three, your but, three. Yeah. But yeah, but you could put... Um, you could put a few more in there. Like, there's a few short price favourites. I know Glenn Moore is a wonderful judge. He was keen on um, never mind the chaos at a dollar sixty-five race two number five. She should win for Junior. And then the Cup's too hard for mine. I think there's a few chances there. Walsh should win. Um, James Butts a dollar seventy-five. I can't back him. Is it one since two thousand and twenty? But I don't know who beats him. But it's one of those. Situations? Do you really want to take a, a short price for a, a horse like you that? Don't need to, do you, Gareth? No. Getting enough value as it is. So yeah. What's the point in getting a little extra? Hundred percent, Master Yosh. Your rumor has it one of those two horses will win. Um, An ideal touch, I think, will win, but he'll cop pressure. So there's a small chance he'll get crossed, and there's nothing worse going to a final leg of the multi with a fear that your horse <laughs> might get crossed. No um, point. No point. We've lived through that experience on numerous occasions. Good on you, Dads. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. See you. Um, great to catch up with Darren Carroll. Time to catch up with the watchdog. G'day, Watchy. Good morning, Watchy. Morning, Gareth. How are we? Good, thank you, mate. What did you make of Sandown last night? And did you watch Albion Park as well? I didn't catch any of the Albion Park action. Uh, Sandown was obviously, a, it's always a great night's racing. And uh, the Terrellton Cup for me was uh, the highlight of the night. Yep. The mobile legend uh, captured his second country cup in a couple of weeks. And, the dog's just airborne at the moment, so it's going to be interesting to see what he does over the next couple of months. Yeah, flying at the moment. It was a terrific night of greyhound racing. So, um, yeah, and you could catch all of the action there with uh, lids fly back with Jay Bon and Mitchie just dominating on SEN track. But how do we make some money uh, today, mate, and tonight around the country? I mean, around uh, Victoria, I should say. Warrigal will start off with? Uh, Warrigal uh, is in the evening tonight, and we're going to go to race nine. This is probably the toughest card on the... Uh, of the, of the four at the moment, but uh, race nine, number two here, Honeycomb. Uh, look, it's a, it's a pretty talented type. It's it's dropping in class today, and I just think if she times the start, she'll be able to hold the top, and that could be the difference. Uh, her PB is twenty two ninety six. Holds her in good stead for this type of company, and I think at the two thirty at the moment, she's still a vet. If she gets much shorter than that, you probably want to steer clear. But uh, as I said, yeah, two thirty is definitely back at the moment. What about at Hillsville this morning? Uh, Hillsville, we're going to race nine, and. Uh, 
the peacock, uh, he actually has a share in this greyhound. It's uh, race nine, number seven, fly slip. And uh, it's been on the improve. It's had eight starts at Hillsville for a win and six placings. Uh, last time out, went 16.93, finally broke it stuck. And these greyhounds, once they once they do break through, sometimes they can string a few wins together. And uh, this greyhound's got tremendous early speed, getting stronger. Uh, should be no excuses today. Six to four, get on. And then we move to Bendigo as well. What are we doing there? Uh, yeah, this is the best anywhere today. It's race two, number seven, never any doubt. Uh, two dollars forty, I saw about an hour ago. Uh, colossal odds. This greyhound's a, a potential star. One at Shepparton on debut, twenty-one forty-six. Scorched early, and his two runs is uh, since he's been beaten, but he's turned in some big performances. And uh, he does like to scout wide, which I think will suit. The eight hasn't got a whole heap of speed, and the six Mayfair Ronnie will cut left early, so. Going to get every chance. I think 240 is a good bet. We're not going to see much of a price about this greyhound going forward. I think uh, if, he, if he puts it all together today, uh, yeah, every time he goes around, he's going to be pretty short. So it uh, looks a really good investment today. And just quickly, Geelong, mate? Uh, Geelong, we're going to... Sorry, mate, just got to flick the page. Um, I think we've got race three, number four, Capel. Is that right? <laughs> He's a tremendous uh, provincial chaser, this one. The small field's going to suit. She'll get plenty of room with that vacant draw inside. And uh, he goes about 22-4 there, which you'll see him get the cash. So just needs to time the start, but I-, I think he will tonight. All right, then. Thanks, mate. Simon Orchard joins us now. Thanks to the dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. Simon, what are we doing, mate? What are we backing today in New South Wales? G'day, G-Man. Three meetings we're going to pick apart today, mate. Goulburn, the Gardens, and then Wagga Wagga tonight. We'll start at Goulburn, meet kickoff at 11.36, 12 races on the card there. We're going to go race two, number two, Swift Cade for Jody and Andy Lord, the best kennel in the state. Had the two runs for two minors, two seconds, and they've come behind pretty decent dogs. Tequila Bandit's another one of the Lords that's going pretty well. And then another dog by the name of Jasper Cometo, a rem behind last time. The, st- the times have been good as well. Gareth, last uh, last start, 24.99. As I said, these Lord Dogs are just flying at the moment from box two at Goulburn today, I think. Race two, number two, Swift Cade is a good bet down there. Currently 2.50 with bet 3.65 and a bit of market support as well. Then we go to the Gardens tonight. Race eight on the card, number three, Just Boxing. We're getting a bit of a price as well, Gareth. 4.60 at the moment. It's third favourite for the race. We like it to run a good race tonight. And then I can hear the music coming. So Wagga Wagga, uh, race number two. Number three, Corborn Ginger for Benny Talbot. He's flying down at Wagga, loves the track, knows it well. The kennel are going really well. His dog's won one and had two minus from four starts. I think it's a good bet as well. Race two, number three, Corborn Ginger. You're a bloody superstar, Simon. Huru, mate. Have a wonderful weekend. Huru, mate. There's Simon Orchard. The dogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. Thanks for your company on Giddy Up on this Friday. Have a wonderful day. Catch up with you tomorrow. The winners. The SEN app. Download it today.